Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. It's extended a little bit. Well, yeah, you're, you're right, and it's like what uh, I think Laura Rutledge, or is it Lauren Rutledge? Laura, Laura Rutledge. Rutledge. Laura Rutledge. It's like what she said for ESPN before the game on Saturday. Mike Tomlin, or maybe it was, was it her? I think it was her, where she where she reported Mike Tomlin is still saying that Kenny Pickett is his starting quarterback. That's just except weird. for that, except for that, except for that minor detail where he's not actually playing in the game. Mike Tomlin still says Kenny Pickett is his starting quarterback. Anyway, when Mason Rudolph trots out to take the first snap of the football game, uh, here's Brian on this situation. Hello, Brian. Hey, gentlemen, how are you? Thanks hey, for taking my call today. Sure. I think there's an odd parallel, uh, maybe a little time-dated, but hear me out. Steelers have basically, in my lifetime, drafted two quarterbacks, number one overall, one being Roethlisberger. We all saw what took place. And organizationally, I wonder how deep Art's hands are in this one because a gentleman by the name of Mark Malone um, was a number one pick that it appeared they were married to. And outside of uh, taking over midseason in 84, got him to the conference championship. It was about four consecutive losing seasons. And the unique parallel is that same year they brought in Woodley, David Woodley, to be the starter in 84, yep. almost comparable to Trubisky. So I, I do think um, with, with Art still being at the reins, there's a parallel. And to your original question, that is where I could see the we, we want to make picket work come hell or high water. But it didn't work out with Malone. So that's where it falls through. You know, like, hey, we're going to make it work with Kenny. How much of it's a pit thing? Like, were they they pat they – f- failed on Marino because they just didn't realize what was right in their backyard. And so we've all, we've already said if Kenny didn't go to Pitt, does he even get drafted? But if he does get drafted, is he given this much leash? I mean, I think it's also a, a consequence of that, that they are hell-bent to see this through to the to the very end. I don't think that where he went to college has anything to do with the leash. What I about what, what you, about with like how devoted they are to we are going to try this again with him next year and make it work? I don't think the I think the college factored into why they drafted him because so wait a minute they were around him all the time they saw him up close and personal they watched his sure. games and watched him grow more than any other team that needed a quarterback in the draft. Yes, they felt they knew him the best, and we know that's big for them. So wait, you're saying that the same sort of line of thinking that said we can't let another pit quarterback that's potentially great slip through our fingers when we have a chance to draft them? 
does not also maybe turn into we can't be seen as the team that also then drafted this guy, gave up on him too early. If he goes somewhere else and plays well, we'll look doubly bad. I don't think that's the reason why they would keep him, though, beyond this year as the starting quarterback. I think it's back to what Donnie said where they're just not going to hit the abort or ejection button on a first-round quarterback after just two years. Whether the guy went to Do you think two years is usually enough to to do it? Like, do you think two years is usually enough to figure out 20, what is it, 24, 25 starts is enough to figure out whether you should hit the eject button or not? It's a season and a half worth of games. I'm not even going to recite the Bill Walsh quote about it. We no, all know. I know. I mean, there's there are exceptions. I mean, Josh Allen got better after 24 starts, a lot better. Daniel Jones got in, a lot better. But in year two, they were already in the playoffs with him no, as I know. the catalyst to it. I know. I know what you're saying. Yeah, I think usually it is enough to answer your question. Okay. I think for the most part it is. Here's Sam on the fan. Hello, Sam. Yeah, it's this Tomlin, uh, Rudolph, Days of Our Lives drama is very simple to me. It's five years of misevaluation. They were in the honeymoon phase for five years with this guy, and you want to lose with the starter. You don't want to lose with the backup because when you lose with the backup, they're just going to be kicking themselves saying, well, we drafted this guy this high. Why didn't we at least lose with him if we believed in him that high? That's all I got, boys. Wait, who's in a honeymoon phase with him? They were in the honeymoon phase with Pickett for five years, a pit. They thought they had something up their sleeve, seeing this guy, you know, every day in there, in the facility. Man, well, you confused what? the hell out of me, Sam. I thought you were talking about Rudolph. Yeah. No, 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 I, no. I, I, I don't think until his very last year at Pitt they ever they ever thought that Kenny Pickett was an NFL starting quarterback. Or, if they, yeah, if they were going to draft him prior to that, if he had come out the year before, they might have taken like a sixth-round flyer on him. Yeah, I don't think until his last year he made a – humongous jump and in that case I think watching other guys do the same thing like Joe Burrow probably influenced not just them but evaluators of Pickett well how many games well, one year of- wonder guys are like a constant discussion now in college quarterbacking like there's always going to be players now who stick around with like all the transferring and finally find the right situation and go off Phil is next hello Phil hey what's up guys how are you we're good hey, Phil I have a comment and a question so sure. I think uh I think this is all about Pickett because if I'm Tomlin, if I had a personal vendetta against Mason or if I thought he was slow and so he wasn't good, like why bring him back as a number three? If last you call at the bar. Dozen, Nobody else is uh, – I'm, I'm serious. I've used that analogy a bunch. I think it's last call at the bar for both parties. Mason could still make a million bucks. They could at least have a third quarterback that they knew well. I think that's all it was there. Uh, maybe, but I just... And I think in this case, Phil, and I'll let you finish your point, I think in this case, they want the third stringer to be a veteran and not a young guy. If the if the starting quarterback was, say, an eight-year pro, I think they'd want the third guy to be a developmental quarterback. But because it was Kenny in his second year, here's someone that knows our offense, he knows Matt Canada, he's been around, he can be a sounding board for that guy. So we'll pay him a million dollars to basically be an extra coach. That's how I see it. That's fair, yeah. And my only my question is, and I'll hang up, is there a number, you guys mentioned Nick Foles, I was thinking the same thing, is there a number of games, in your guys' opinion, that Mason can win in the playoffs that gets him an opportunity to start somewhere else in the NFL? Or yes. is it going to be competing Steelers or nothing? I think if he gets the Steelers at least to the AFC title game and so plays three games and plays well in all three, I think somebody would take a sniff. I don't even think it has to be he gets them to the Super Bowl and balls out. I think he plays three playoff games, plays them well. You basically now, have five or six games of really, really solid So play. that could be places where – now, but here's what ha- here's what happened last year in this spot. Guys like Gardner Minshew, Jacoby Brissett, Taylor Heineke got paid good money to go places where there was a young starter. 
And maybe the original thinking was that guy's going to go there to start, like Trubisky, and then the rookie quarterback will eventually take over. Well, most of those cases, the first or second year quarterback just started, and there needed to be an injury or the guy had to play like crap like Desmond Ritter for that veteran quarterback to take over. So I think that would probably be the scenario for Rudolph. He has that scenario here. But I think he might just, as Doug Doug Whaley pointed out and others have, he might be so jaded by what's happened here that if there's a similar offer from another team in a similar situation, he would prefer that better. Do you know what I mean? Like, if it's really close, if the situations are seriously close to one another, he was ready for a fresh start last year, Chris. He didn't want to come back here. He had no. He was left no other Let me choice. Ask you this about, he was shadowing senators for crying out loud. Let me ask you loud. this about Mason. So he said that that Ravens game was the worst weather he had ever played in, and he came from a, a conference in college where I would say you got you get bad weather in the in the Big Twelve, but you often don't get terrible weather. It, it's it's I think better weather than not. If Mason Rudolph found a, a suitor this offseason who's going to pay him, you know, basically what the Steelers are going to pay him, comparable money. And it was like a dome team. Don't you think he'd rather go there? Climate controlled. I can try to fill it up. Like, if I'm going to get in there, the conditions are going to be static almost all the time. I think he would rather go to that kind of place. Sure, but like, if New England has a new coach there and they draft Jaden J- Daniels yeah. with the third pick. I'm not saying he they, would deny uh, an outdoor like, team. No, I know, but I'm saying, like, I don't... I, like if the Vikings drafted a quarterback and brought him in as the backup, you're saying. Mm-hmm. They draft J.J. McCarthy in the middle of the first round. They sign Mason Rudolph. Would he prefer that situation than coming back here? I think he should. And Kenny Pickett being the starter and him being the backup? I, yes, I think he would. I agree with you. Because he'd have Jefferson. He'd have Addison. He'd have an offensive-minded head coach. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Nick Saban and his six national championships done at Alabama. Lane Kiffin time? He's the greatest college coach ever, and there's not a close second, right? We agree on that? I agree with it. I'm not, I'm, I'm racking my brain, like, you know, Hayes, Shem Beckler, some of the big names from up north, no. Pete Carroll had a nice run at USC, not close. Bear Bryant. Bear Bryant, he's exceeded Bear Bryant, I would say, in every way. Paterno won two national championships. Still, it's again pales uh, Joe in comparison. Joe doesn't touch Saban. No. You know what we're gonna get? Some guy from Sa- like D three Mount Union's coaches. <laughs> well, no, Amos Alonso Stag. They're gonna call it like Eddie Robinson. They're gonna call it like six and six or something like that. It'll be the Bill Belichick Nick Saban podcast for football historians. Joey Molinero needs to get on that immediately. Well, I'm great to be here. <laughs> oh, thanks. Uh, will Tomlin be offended if Alabama calls? I actually think yes. Still offended. I just think he does not want to deal with like the what. Do you, don't you think? I happen to hear Zach Gelb on CBS National get told this in real time and react to it. And his first take was, it's a different era. NIL has made it tougher for some of these older guard coaches. They don't want to deal with it as much because it's just a hassle. Not that they yep, can't that's do right. it. Yeah, that's a good point. And so I think Mike would see the same thing. I think that's why a lot of these guys like Shashevsky got out when they did. He cited Shashevsky. He cited Jay, Jay Wright. Wright. Yep. He threw Chris Peterson's name in there. Bob Huggins, that's why he got out. It was actually an elaborate plan. To drive as drunk as he could to get out. To was, tell the he cop was that he was away in from NIL. I'm doing NIL recruiting. It really sucks. That's why I've got to get so hammered. All right. Jeff Hathorne is on the fan hotline right now. Uh, brought to you by the Buell Insurance Agency in Gibsonia. See what they can do for you. Hello, Jeff. Hello, Pony. You didn't mention Dick McPherson as the greatest football coach of all time? Uh, he has an undefeated season in 1987 on his There you go. Ledger. Not a lot of people know that. Jim uh, Tressel hit with, hit with a show cause, but still great. <laughs> Urban Meyer could beat Nick Saban. Great for me. Uh, all it, right. It, it, you know what, Urban Meyer, if, if not for all the other crap, when you look at his success at different schools, it's pretty amazing. And there's a lot of crap there, though, Jeff. That's why there you didn't have the heart to stay out. in one place long enough. All right, Jeff, let's get your take on why uh, Kenny Pickett is still number one on the Steelers' quarterback depth chart, and Tomlin seems to be very loath to give Mason Rudolph credit for what he's accomplished here thus far. I don't read into it as much as everybody. I mean, I... I they haven't messed with that depth chart very often. It's not an excuse. They should make Mason number one because that's the way the depth chart should read. Um, but I, I think, I think the the look from Tomlin, if you saw after it. after the question from Ashley, uh, was more like, really, it's not changed. I, I don't know that he's aware that that's that that hasn't been changed. Interesting. 
Okay, so then is that? So, so I don't think it, it. I don't think it matters in his okay. mind, like so, where that is. So do you Rob. differ from the other insiders who say things like, "No matter what, Pickett is their starting quarterback to start next year." No, I don't. No matter what, Pickett is their starting quarterback, but that doesn't mean that he doesn't believe in Mason Rudolph right now. But I think absolutely, I agree 100 percent with that. That but Jeff, just they're to not play- going to give up. They're not going to give up on a second-year, first-round quarterback with a new coordinator coming in. Uh, where they can spin off that, hey, probably some of Kenny's issues was because we had the wrong person at the coordinator. Fair enough, but just spot. to play devil's advocate, what is what has Kenny Pickett done to be declared better than Mason Rudolph? Oh, listen, I I agree with you. That's why Mason's starting right now because what Mason is doing now is something that Kenny has not done in his two years. Um, but that doesn't mean that they don't want to give Kenny another shot. A lot of that, I'm sure, has to do with where he was drafted. Um, but he is going to get another shot, and he will go into camp. And, you know, the the thing to remember is most people now are, are acutely aware, you know, it's Mason's call. He's probably going to have options, and he's going to be a free agent. So even if the Steelers want him back, I mean, we'll see what other teams are offering Mason to see what, what the likelihood of him returning here is. Last one on this, at least from me, Jeff, and it's a good hypothetical pony pose to me. If – Mitch Trubisky was the one doing what Mason has done. Comes in for Kenny, plays three games, balls out. Do you think Mike is handling it sort of the same way and being non-committal about next year and everything? Because we we both don't. Pedigree of Mitch picked second overall. His mobility, I think that's a huge thing Mike doesn't like about Mason, that he's stationary. How do you think he'd be handling it if it was a more pedigreed, more mobile player? Yeah. It's a great hypothetical. I, I It really is a good one. I, I think he still would lowball it or, or soft pedal it a little because they think Kenny's going to be their guy next year. But I, I think it's more, it's not that Mike hates Mason, but he prefers a more athletic quarterback to your guy's point. I mean, somebody that moves around, that can get yardage with his feet, even though Mason has done that at times, but that's the type of quarterback. He said it numerous times, especially, you know, before drafting Kenny of how he wants that, mobile type quarterback that's the wave of the nfl that's where we need to be and mason's not that um so i think there's conflict there because i think he wants to play a different style than the one that mason would excel in jeff uh fittipaldo came on today and said that he thinks the steelers death chart thing is in part because they want to protect kenny pickett's psyche do you think that his psyche is damaged right now i get what ray's saying i i I don't know that he's that that fragile that he needs to have that uh i'm sure again much like he was you know when it, when it first happened he's disappointed he wants to be out there it's a playoff game he's a competitor he wants to play um he's he's handling it very well right now in practice and how and how he's dealing with everything um could that be that i think it's more listen we want to show that this is going to be our guy going forward um, but our guy right now is Mason Rudolph, and I think that's more of what you're seeing of, of all of this. Jeff, um, do you expect – I know Minka went full today. Do you expect any sort of pitch count for him on Sunday, any sort of snap count, or no? You know, it's interesting because last week and midweek, it seemed to all of us that Minka was absolutely going to play, and then in the last practice he was limited, and that was a bit of a surprise so let's see how the rest of this week plays out. Let's see how he recovers after going full today. Um, 
you would think that he is well on track to returning. And I do think, I do think they have options. I do believe um, they really do trust Eric Rowe in those scenarios. I mean, guy's been a sure tackler. He can fill in in spots. Um, make us a guy, especially with TJ out, that you want to be out there as many reps as possible. But we'll kind of see how this week plays out. If he's able to go full the rest of the week, I think you're going to see Mink out there for majority of snaps. But I do think they'll work in. I think Roe has worked himself into rotation. And I think we'll also potentially see Patrick Peterson moving back to the outside. Who's the punter on Sunday? Harvin. I think this is just a – Presley, make sure you're on your game. We got somebody right here. Let's see how you practice. Let's almost Belichickian, if you will. Like, like I, I want to provide a little competition. Make sure you're on your game. But I, I think it will be Harvin. Um, Mike Tomlin and this break – business needing a break taking a break stepping away from football Schefter Glazer on it where does Jeff come down on it there is something that's a little different about him I don't know if he's ready for a break but even you remember back to training camp first time we talked to him and he said he isn't worried about his contract he's already coached more games than he ever will you never heard that from him before so I think maybe there is a bigger picture thought not right now. I mean, he's focused in on, on the playoff game and, and trying to figure out a way to beat Buffalo. Um, but I think he will take time after the season to kind of assess where he's at, whereas I don't know if he's ever done that previously as Steelers head coach. Odds that he's back as Steelers coach next year, percentage? I would still say 90. I, I still think it's strong that he would return. But, um, you know, Listen, Cam Hayward said it last year at the end of the year when nobody thought he would, like, hey, I want to take some time and think about this. I think Mike's going to take a little time, and we'll see what kind of outside influences you know, factor into his decision-making. But like what? I would expect that he returns. What were the outside influences? Oh, just like, hey, I'd love to spend some time going some trips with my oh, wife. Gotcha, so gotcha, nothing, gotcha, like, gotcha, nothing you know? like being told to, to interview so-and-so for the OC job. And concurrently with that question, Jeff, Percentage chance Luke Getze gets floated as a Steelers offensive coordinator <laughs> option. You mean he hasn't already? Is there a number uh, greater than 100% you could give us for that one? Right. I mean, it, all the locals, just line them all up. Even guys with jobs. Um, I mean, listen, I, Mike Sullivan is the quarterback's coach. Have the quarterbacks improved? I mean, I don't think that's a, that's a slam dunk that he's back. Maybe that's where Getsy feels fits in, but I, I don't see him coming over from the bears uh, to be the Steelers offensive coordinator. I don't think they would go in that direction. Jeff, is this, uh, if the Steelers lose Cam Hayward's last game in a Steelers uniform? I don't think so, but I think he's going to put it out there that he's going to spend some time and think about it. Cause he was asked about it last week and said, this has been a very rough physical year for him. So I do think he's going to take a little time, but I but I think he'll return. 53% of Ponies poll respondents say the Steelers beat the Bills this weekend, Jeff. 53? Yes. Well, I think I already I know where the this is. Yeah, I think I know where this is headed. Jeff Hathorne's gut feeling on the game 96 or so hours away. Yeah, I mean, I, I love all the stories here, and I love the optimism and the confidence here, but Buffalo's a better team. So, yeah, I'm I'm not confident in a Steeler win. I think they can. I think they they have a chance to give them a game and be in it, um, but I think that Buffalo's just a better team. They're at home, um, and they've got you know the better quarterback situation. And their defenses, while they've had a, a couple of injuries, uh, 
their defense. Look at the numbers. They've been better than the Steelers this year. Jeff Hathorne will be in Buffalo Sunday for a playoff game. Thank you, Jeff. Thanks, guys. Follow us on Twitter, brought to you by South Hills Kia, Peters Township. Visit them, southhillskia.net. How about Coach Prime for Alabama? Oh, man. He'd win there. I know they fell off the face of the earth, off a cliff after they beat Colorado State. And I don't think they won another game. But get him the SEC money in the history of that program. Like, he'd amass the best team talent-wise in the country, and it would just be a matter of them Can he coach staying him? healthy and him not screwing it up. Dan Lanning, the Oregon coach, obviously. Who would you rather have? Dan Lanning or Coach Prime? Yep. Imagine if Prime went in there, all those five stars, and just told him to get the hell out of here. I'm bringing my Louis no, Vuitton. I got no use for you. I think if he went there, it would be like, oh, crap, Like this is going to create a team that wins the national championship every year. I don't know, man. I mean, they've kind of felt that way for the last 15 wouldn't years. Dab- yeah, Georgia would, took that away from them. Wouldn't Dabo though, be did. the front-runner for this job? He went there. Do they somehow try yeah, to make the weird. ultimate insane power play and bring he, Kirby Smart over? <laughs> like, he, well, that's a good call. He's Seriously. weird. He's weird about the NIL and transfer portal stuff, though. He doesn't seem like he wants to get on board with it. Dabo. Oh, no, he's been real weird about that, and that's why people so that's think that's a he's, non-starter yeah, for me. Yeah, it's been like a downfall thing. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. I think we all have, as players have confidence in ourselves, but there's also, we also second-guess or, or we all have doubts. I think I think all human beings do at times. And, you know, when you, when you, when you don't get a whole lot of interest through a free agency period and then and then you're you know you're sitting at the, at the three spot every every single day of training camp you know through the season it, it's definitely a you know a mental battle but uh i think the way to win that battle is just to work every day and, and try to get the most out of you know, be, be faithful with the reps you've been given rudolph's response is brought to you by iron rock tap house come see what everyone's talking about you do appreciate it more when you hit rock bottom. And he's saying professionally as a quarterback, he did that. I was a third stringer last year. No one wanted me. The team that I had come to resent for the way they treated me was the only team that offered me a deal to play in the NFL again. And it was for the veteran minimum. So I had to come back, hat in hand, tail between my legs, and deal with what he probably thought was the indignity a feeling like he never was going to have a chance to play here. It was just a paycheck and a steady job and a good income. The guy was making plans to either work in politics, architecture, or real estate. 
Is he going to be George Costanza? That's he what to be the, an architect. That's what Ian Rappaport said. That's, that's a pretty wide range of things. Which one would you? I think I got to go into real estate, right? But I guess if you go into politics and you're any good at it, you can just get in on real estate. Don't see Rudolph as a politician because he's just not a good enough public speaker. Mr. Mason goes to Washington. Uh, yeah, that was actually one of my favorite answers from him as far as, like, he didn't sound, I don't know, very, very, very nervous, and he was very forthright. Don't you listen to him talk sometimes and you wonder how he can go out in the game and be so obviously confident? Like, it's just you put him behind a podium and a microphone, and he, he wants nothing to do with it, man. He goes out on the field, and apparently he's just Mr. Joe Cool right now. I, I do think that that his journey to be the quarterback does make him likable. It makes him easy to root for. Donnie said if he has a good game against Buffalo, he's buying a Rudolph jersey. That might be one of those ones that violates Alex, my wife's rule, where if you don't think the player is going to be on the – once the player's not on the team anymore, she won't wear the jersey. So there's Matt Murray, Phil Kessel jersey she won't wear that I've bought her. Uh, so that would – if you have that same rule, you're in trouble. Maybe. Now, if they if they retire – I mean, this obviously wouldn't happen, but I once just Once they retire, she, I, I think sake. she would – yeah, I think she would waive that rule. Like, she would wear a okay, Yager like jersey. Okay, like if they retired with the team or once they retired from the league, she like, I would like to believe. To I would like to believe when the Penguins invariably reissue some Yager jerseys to make a small, you know, the country's GDP after they raise his jersey to the rafters, that if I bought her one, I would be a good husband. Like, if you had a James Conner jersey right now that was the Steelers jersey, would you wear that, Donnie, or would you look at that as a... No, I wouldn't wear it until, like, his career was over or, like, he happened to come back. Like, I had a James Harrison, which was funny because he leaves, goes to Cincinnati. That baby had a few years on the shelf. He comes right back. Then it had to go on the shelf. Yeah, he goes to New England. You're out I just, again. I, but I, I, got, I got guys like Timmons and Hampton who, like, not Hall of Famers, but I loved them as players, and they retired from the league so they've never really been in trouble very little of what happens to go back to the point of like it it makes him likable very little of what happens with these guys actually feels relatable to 99 percent of fans except for that small segment of the fan base that maybe played division one sports or something like played pretty damn close to that level right mm -hmm. being completely looked over being an afterthought, even within the realm of pro sports, like having to get on with your life's work, I do think makes his story legitimately relatable to people. And every, except for the, even the even the pro athletes that are listening right now, which there are probably a few, ex-pro athletes, uh, every person that's played sports has been told at some point that you're not good enough. You actually can even say that about Roethlisberger, who had to sit behind the coach's yeah. kid and play wide receiver in high school. And that's clearly what the Steelers did to him, and now it's hilarious that he's saved everybody's ass. Not saved, like Tomlin was going to get fired, but kept their season going with the way he played the last three games. By the way, how about some dude on the Auburn message board had the Saban story five hours ago? No way. I just love when stuff like that happens, don't you? How'd the guy get it? He did what you see on these message boards all the time. Like, hey, I have a source. Saban rumor. Here it is. Called a mandatory team meeting at four. Could it be possible retirement announcement? Is anyone else hearing something? What a legend. That is. Now, Chris Lowe of ESPN obviously has to go through the usual channels, source it, confirm it, all that stuff. Do you think that gets Chris Lowe's attention five hours ago and he starts digging if somebody forwards that over to him? Yes, absolutely. He has to. He has to, and then you immediately try to chase it down, and then like maybe one call in, you realize no one's just blanket denying this. If I were like a Pete Thamel type, 
I would just be I'd have a, I'd have scouring message Red, boards. I'd be all over Reddit. I'd have a I'd have Reddit burners. I'd have accounts all over the place. I like tweets like this even more though, Pony. Dog, Nick Saban really called a quarterback draw on the last play of the game. I would not be surprised if he retired today. That's from like the day after the they lost. Who said that? Just some random fan being like, what a crappy play call. He should <laughs> he needs to retire today. He's washed. You know what? These guys are all crazy with the ego and the money's going to be huge down there and everything else. And I think Dion would definitely like want to do it. Yep. But most of these guys in the backs of their minds have to say, like, you never want to be the guy following this one, guy. One more Tomlin hypothetical. I tell you that he's got either 10 more years with the Steelers or he leaves and takes the Alabama job and he's got 10 years at Alabama. More likely he would win a Super Bowl with the Steelers or a national championship at Alabama. Uh, probably a natty. Me too. Because I think you I just agree. have more ac- – it's not a fair Donald? playing field for player access. Yeah, I mean, I think what Chris said right there – too. I mean, it's he would have such an advantage over so many other schools. Not every school. There are a few catching He'd up. He'd have an advantage over about 95%. And, I think yeah, like he, when he, and, and he would be an outstanding recruiter. Right. Like, and I think zero he, doubt. I think he, th- that's right. I think he'd be so much better than Jim Harbaugh at that last part of it where he's going gonna, into living rooms. Yes. You think he'd be good at keeping guys at the program? The, the one, the, uh, no, because. I think he might get into trouble with like Melvin Ingram situations right. with immature eighteen the, and nineteen. The year other olds. thing that I would say would hurt his cause in college. He struggles. Tomlin has struggled so mightily to surround himself with competent people. Would he want to do in the that? NFL? Would he want to do it? No, I, it's not just that. I, not not about want to. I just think he would be incapable of doing it. Or he would. I I I gave you a hypothetical where it's one or the other. I don't. Is I he would, bringing Matt Canada back to run Alabama's offense? He probably would. They'd fire him before he coached it. He out, he's like, all right, please do announce Matt Canada, and they just immediately like say, you know what, coach, we're buying you out. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t For a 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.